Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas, thanks for listening to episode 169 of the Vertex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy that is bestowed upon us daily, Lord. And we're grateful and thankful for life, Lord. Thank you for my brother, the Brain, Lord, that he continues to be a blessing, Lord, uh, to his family, Lord. I know they've been uh, a little bit sick there for a bit, the whole family, uh, getting colds, Father, or just being sick overall, Lord. I pray. I thank you that they're recovering, Lord. I pray that um, they don't get uh, any worse than uh, the sickness they've had, Lord. And uh, Father, I pray that you continue to bless this family, Lord. Um, uh, likewise, Father, my family, keep it in your hands, Lord. Uh, we pray that you continue to bless us, Father. And uh, Father, continue to use us for it, what we do uh, with through these podcasts, Father, that it blesses others. And Father, uh, we thank you for uh, the opportunity to give us to share, Father, uh, through this, uh, uh, in this way, Lord. And I thank you for uh, just uh, your abundant grace and mercy, Lord. And we thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Hey, amen. Hey, brother, man. how you been, bro? Hey, brother. Uh, good, good. I'm uh, feeling a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know you were sick there for a minute or two, right? Yeah, <laughs> and no. in the family, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we're all doing better. Um, I'm working out now, so that's good. Oh, that oh yeah, that's right. You started uh, CrossFit. Cro- Whoa. I mean, yeah. you're going in deep. CrossFit ain't no joke. Yeah. No, it's not. But they have they have a class, uh, in case you're interested, folks, they have a co- class called Bone Fit, and oh. it's for older people like me. Ah. So still get, uh, you still, still get workouts, but you get workouts – that are geared for your age. Well, that's know, very, that's very nice. cool. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. So I, that's good. And then I uh, hope to start a jujitsu in August when I get, get, get a little bit extra money rolling in. So, you trying to be Chuck Norris, bro? No, only Chuck Norris can be Chuck Norris. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's, I spoke his name in vain right there. Yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> you'll, you'll say need to say five uh, karate chops and uh, write a letter to check more Norris in apology. So that that should uh, absolve you of your sin. <laughs> I should I should Will Smith myself slap myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. Boom. <laughs> Which, by the way, he's a black belt in jujitsu. Did you know that? Will Smith. No, 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 no. Uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. People just think it's kung fu. No. No. He, he, well, he started out in uh, Tong Sudo, which is a Korean right. art, right? Okay. It's, it's similar to Taekwondo. Tong Sudo is uh, more stances, uh, more karate type. It's kind of a Korean karate style. Okay. Um, and uh, with kind of a mix between Taekwondo and, and karate. And then... Um, 
but he uh, met the Gracies um, once his career really started taking off. And um, they came to school and did a demonstration and uh, they choked him out. <laughs> and he says, hey, wait, wait, bro. Nobody chokes Chuck, Chuck, uh, Chuck Norris out. He pretended, oh, man, now, he pretended to be choked out. That's now, now I have to now I have to repent. Now you got to slap yourself, bro. <laughs> but uh, but uh, seriously, he uh, he saw the value in in the in the Gracie Jiu Jitsu and started studying. He's got a black belt in that now, and along with a number of other styles. Um, so uh, he's he's no joke. He's a real deal. He's no, real deal. He's, Not just a movie actor. He's a real deal. Yeah. You know and. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, no, he, he's 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 great. Um, also, you know, shout out to our uh, the the Gambles down here in San Diego, friends yep. of ours, right, brother? Yes. Uh, yep. David Gamble Jr. and Ryan Jr. and not Ryan Jr. but Ryan Gamble which have are, a school, which yeah, they're taught at right. And what system? I've, I've done seminars at their school. Um, what system I, are they under, brother? They're under Chuck Norris's system, mm. and uh, and uh, they are high level black belts in his system, Good and stuff. they're both uh, they're both uh, noteworthy. Absolutely, so, Ryan is a world champion. Um, yes, he's, he's won some some fights, so he's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. He's tall. His legs, it's hard to get around his legs, I tell you. Very I have to get tough. inside his legs and use my hands. There's a, a blessing in being tall for sure. Yep. But uh yeah, they're they're wonderful people. Uh good Christian men and uh serving serving God and also serving him in their classes that they teach. They um they teach children and adults and uh, they bring um um, a time of prayer and uh, and a little Bible lesson in the middle of the class, and then uh, it's a, it's a little, little bit of a break from a workout, and then they um, they go back to it again. I mean, it's it's really neat to watch. They do a good job, but I think uh, I think Ryan has really taken over it more. David's uh, kind of busy with with ministry, and so um, so Ryan's really taken more of the the reign there. Yes, no, he, he he's the one that's taken over, and uh, I think they even changed the name. I think it used to be Family Martial Arts, I think, before. Uh, and, uh, Christian Family Martial Arts, something like that. Yeah, yeah and now I think they have a new name now. Okay, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, folks, but, if uh, you're in San Diego, check them out. Check them out, yep. So anyway, um, so I, I we have a declaration to make uh, here on the the, I was going to say C files. That's not it. Uh, <laughs> the other one. It's the other uh, one, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get them confused. Uh, here on the the Vortex Apologic Podcast, we're going to make a declaration. And here in this podcast, June is traditional family month. Uh, we have Father's Day coming up in a couple of weeks. We just had Mother's Day not too long ago, and we celebrate both moms and dads. And um, we celebrate the, the traditional family because that's how God designed the family. And so we want to honor God and what he did, and we don't want to mock him in any fashion or manner. And so we are declaring June traditional family month. And uh, so we're you know going to be that, talking that, about the family. You know, we just became a little less popular, right? Just... I'm gonna throw it out there. 
Popularity was never where I go, was it, brother? It was never where I go, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jesus said uh, the world hated him and the world would hate his followers, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So we're not looking to hate it, but I mean, you know, if you tell the truth, then people aren't going to like it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Genesis one twenty seven, it says, so God created man in his own image. An image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. There's your two genders, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it would be male and female. This is, I know this is complicated. <laughs> but, a little bit. <laughs> but, we can, but we can make it through this biological lesson here. There are only two genders, male and female. So it'll be on the test later. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Now, and then it says in Genesis 2, 23 and 24, Adam said, uh, when he saw Eve after God had brought, had made Eve out of Adam, mm-hmm. and people say, oh, you believe in that fairy tale? No, it's not a fairy tale. If God gives witness to it, it's true. Yeah. It's divine revelation. Uh, I, I know people don't want to believe it because they're so uh, so enamored with the sophistication of science. <clears throat> but even science takes it back to a single male and female parent for the entire human race. Hmm. Yep. Work that one out. <clears throat> this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, said Adam, which means she came from me and she is like me. She will be called woman, for she was taken out of man. So she was similar to Adam, but different, right? Mm -hmm. So the man seeds and the woman receives, and that creates family. That's how children are born, right? That's how God designed it. Therefore, a man will leave his father and his mother, and he joined to his wife, and they will become one flesh. The only way that one flesh can occur is in a male-female uh, holy matrimony um, relationship. That's the only way. And it, you wonder why um, other the communities, or the, I don't know if you want to say communities, those who advocate male-male, female-female, adult child um they are frustrated with life they're frustrated with trying to find the peace that they're searching for uh, their soul is tormented why because they're looking for one flesh and they're not finding it mm. now they're driven by lust lust is a very very powerful driving force but uh, the spirit can overcome it because nothing is more powerful than Holy Spirit in us when we're in Christ. But one flesh is, it goes back to the original design that God created. And that design has served humanity well, well, perfectly for all of the existence of humanity. Civilizations have been built upon that. Great things have occurred out of it. Um, the world that we see today with all of the technology and all of that, it wouldn't occur without the family. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about that. 
It would never occur without the family. Children would never grow up being productive, responsible adults without the biblical, the traditional family, the one that God determined, that God created. And so um, the, the other, other versions of family that man comes up with, which are perversions of what God created, all they do is create chaos. And all they do is create disruption in society and create a, a situation where people are, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. They can pretend to be, but why is the suicide rate so high among sodomites? It's because they are not finding that perfect design that God made in what, being one flesh with another human being. God said right. it's not good that man be alone. Why? Because man alone is not complete. And so God completed man by creating woman. And so a man and a woman together in holy matrimony, that is the completeness that God had originally designed in creation. And without that, there is no completeness. And without that completeness, there is no full productivity in society. And so that's why the family is so important. And so we are celebrating here at the Vortex Project podcast, your family, and the fact that the family is what we run to when we need help, right? It's always mm. family that's there always, for Always, bro, always. Right? And so that is important. So we are celebrating family this month, and we'll be talking a little bit about that. So that, your thoughts, that- brother? No, that that is great because you're you know you just define you know a, a man and woman and the two genders and that leaves no room for the the argument that they have that well well I'm gonna pitch a scenario to you but bro you don't know how I feel inside right you don't know how I feel inside I don't feel like a man I don't feel like a woman inside I feel like I'm a woman I feel like a man if I'm a man I feel like a woman. There's nowhere in scripture that uh, you deny my feelings, or is there scripture that denies your feelings? And thus, the feelings become an idol. It's, 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 it's an act of idolatry. I can and, think of a verse, bro. Oh. Uh, do not lean on your own understanding, right? Lean not on your own, own understanding, right? Right. Yeah, but on on the on God, right? You lean Absolutely. on God, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's not feelings that we should. Feelings are the byproduct of thoughts. Feelings are the byproduct of experiences uh, and things that we experience and think of in this life. They are not a defining element of anything. <clears throat> they are a byproduct. Right. We become emotional. Yep. What, yep. What, what do they say? OK, I'll give you an example. Pull a car over that's uh, driving a little bit erratically. You walk up. The person in the car is distraught. They're emotional. Um, and why? They just got a phone call saying a relative is on the uh, is seriously it ill or seriously injured and they're in the hospital and they're rushing to the hospital because they don't know if this relative is going to live or die they're emotional right, right. 
So it affects their driving. And usually I would just give them a warning and say, hey, try to slow down, you know, take a couple of moments, get, you know, get, get, take a few breaths. And before you get back on the road, because, you know, you want to be safe, you want to make it to the hospital to see your relative. You don't want to become the next person going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what do they say? Never make a decision when you're emotional. Yeah. Because you'll make bad decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. So emotions are a byproduct. They are not a driving force. They are not a defining in, uh, uh, um, uh, entity, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they don't determine things. Emotions do not determine anything. They're just a result of things. And so the, to say, well, I feel this or I feel that, therefore, that I, that's what I am, is to put the cart in front of the horse, right? Yep. It is it, it is to be very, very shallow on understanding how human beings function and how we are created. And so this is not designed to um, attack anyone for believing what they believe. I'm just trying to explain that the belief that belief is not um, is not uh, rooted on a solid foundation. It's not mm. built upon a solid foundation. It's built upon thin air. It's built yeah. upon the sand, right? Yeah, and it's not. It's, it's not. It's not biblical, bro. Right. It's not biblical, right? It's not biblical, and so it's just like with Christians. You know, you you can't uh, determine theology by emotion. Mm-hmm. Or right. by how you feel. Well, I feel like God should be just a loving God and nothing else. Well, the, your feelings are not, they don't determine anything. Um, God has defined himself in his divine revelation, mm-hmm. and we go by what he says. Well, you know, I, I've had a rough week and I've sinned a lot this week, and I just don't feel like I'm a born again. I don't feel like I'm a Christian. Well, feelings can be deceptive, can't they? Um, so how do you determine if you're a, a true Christian? You go back to the scriptures and you look at the facts. You look at the solid information in the scriptures. And what does it say? It's promises. If you're in Christ, you have eternal life. And how you feel has nothing to do with it. Mm. Right? That's and right. so... That's so this push of feelings. Well, I feel this and I feel that, and making that the foundation for who I am. That's a that's that's a um, that's a house built upon sand, uh, made by that's a sandcastle. And and as soon as soon as the waves come in, it crashes in and destroys the sandcastle. Why? Because it is made of, of nothing, nothing that uh, would, uh, nothing solid, nothing that would hold it up. It's just, it's just uh, easily destroyed, right? And so, mm-hmm. so we can't depend upon feelings. And so, and and people may be offended that we don't uh, acknowledge their feelings as being fact or being the foundation upon which all society should be built. But um, then that's, that's just another 
feeling, right? Offend, being offended is just another feeling. It's another emotion that uh, may be or may not be a, re- a rational response to something, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes you're offended and it's, it's rational to be offended because you, you know, you were actually attacked. But mm-hmm. uh, to give a, a truth and to be offended by the truth, th- that's not rational. And so the scripture stands supreme. Absolutely. Psalm 103 4 says, The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Mm. So God determines society, how it's supposed to be built and how it's supposed to run. Amen. And when we don't follow his design, it, fall, it falls apart. It's a house of cards, and as soon as the wind comes along, it, it, all the cards go flying all over the place. Yep. Right. I mean, it's it, it's not solid. It it falls apart, and that's why you see in the sodomite communities that there, there are a lot of uh, turmoil and trouble in their relationships, and suicide rate is high. Why? Because of the turmoil of their soul. Mm. And it's the solution is to acknowledge that we are sinners, that we are fallen creatures before a holy and righteous God, and to bow ourselves before him and pray, ask for his mercy, that God would have mercy upon our soul, that he would change us from the inside out. That's the, that, and, and, you know, through Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is the only person in all of history that rose from the grave. Mm, mm -hmm. Uh, Buddha didn't rise from the grave. Muhammad didn't rise from the grave. No religious leader who ever existed other than Jesus Christ rose from the grave, triumphant over sin and death. No other leader died on a cross to bear our sins other than Jesus Christ. Proving he is God, he was God in flesh. Hmm. And so, and so it's through him that we find forgiveness for sins. And it's through him that we find that peace that passes all understanding and that peace for our soul when there was torment before. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. And, uh, folks, uh, we, here at the, the War Talks Apology, we're biblical all the time, right? And a lot of these arguments, you know, because right now, yes, what is the world celebrating? Uh, Pride Month, right? This is why the War Talks Apologetic celebrates the traditional family month. Uh, but anyways, a lot of the arguments are, oh, well, they're the nicest people in the world. Look at them. They're not hurting anyone, right? Those are the arguments that they have. But... What we do as far as when it comes to being biblical is that we do not, it's not a qualification of being nice. The qualification is being obedient to God's word, adhering to God's word. And uh, as my brother was uh, uh, talking uh, uh, or, uh, you know, giving us his thoughts on this, I I just looked up some uh, verses, brother, in regards to not leaning on our own understanding or our own experiences or our own intuitions. Uh, Proverbs 3 Trust in the Lord with all your heart And do not lean on your understanding In all your ways I acknowledge him Damn. Who is the him That is God mm-hmm. God, his word And he will make straight your path 
Uh, another in Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord till your heart. Okay, I read that one. Uh, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool. Wow. That's harsh, bro. That, that's that's a harsh word. Yeah. But he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Right. right. Exodus 14, the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. Do not voice your experiences, your feelings and intuitions, right, brother? There's a right. time for some of these things. Right. Uh, Psalms 37, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Uh, right. 1 Corinthians 10, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape and that you may be able to endure. <laughs> And that's trusting in the Lord. Again, another verse that tells you do not trust on yourself. Trust in the Lord. Uh, so, yeah, those are some of the verses, brother, that destroys that argument, you know, that uh, because people are nice or because our people are, you know, are humble and they serve. Uh, uh, just scrolling down through some of the stories and some of our uh, the Christian headlines or, you know, headlines overall, there's a lot more trans uh, uh, people serving in uh, uh, religious uh, positions, brother. It's being more accepted. There's, uh, what is it, like the SBC, you know, some churches are breaking away because, you know, the SBC, you know, thankfully, praise the Lord, they're still maintaining the traditional family uh, uh, stand instead of accepting, uh, um, you know, uh, the LGTB community and all that or bringing it into the church. Uh, but a lot of churches are breaking away from that because they're, allowing it brother they're just you know so with that said brother how do you see us moving forward as a church will it be more and more accepted and therefore a lot of more churches breaking up or uh, conventions breaking up due to this the ones that are trying to stay biblical or traditional and the ones that are accepting you know being more open to you know the trans community the lgtb elemental pq whatever <laughs> You know, uh, the Bible does tell us to be loving to these people, continue to share the gospel. Do we completely, you know, shine them away and go, nope, you're not accepted here? Or they can attend but not participate in any of the ministries, obviously, because they're still involved in their sin. A uh, lot, of, lot of questions there. Let me see if I can cover them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think God will strip, separate the sheep from the goats. Okay. And the, the, the wheat from the tares, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and that uh, there will be splits because there are those who believe what we believe as far as scripture goes. And there are those who alter scripture to fit their feelings, if we will. Uh, and uh, they will split off and do their own thing. Now, typically those churches don't survive very long. We've seen this throughout church history where someone will come up with some anti-biblical stance and they will split off from the, the God's church to form their own. And uh, those churches last a little while and then they start dying because there's no life in them. The Holy Spirit is not there. And a church doesn't survive without the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Holy Spirit does not honor heresy. The Holy Spirit will not honor false teaching, and the Holy Spirit will not honor um, taking the scriptures and and try 
trying to fit them into your own belief system because your feelings have dictated a particular uh, belief that uh, you know you were born that way or whatever the holy spirit won't have anything to do with that so that church stands on its own with it, it's disconnected or unplugged from the power source so it won't work and uh, and it'll eventually fall apart because now it's dependent solely upon man to keep it together and to hold it together and uh, without god a church cannot hold together it will fall apart mm. and so that's why we've seen so many of these denominations that went liberal uh that uh, there's been different issues throughout history um the the question of spirit of uh, the inerrancy of scripture was one of a, a, a big fight that they had many years ago and the the, the uh, churches that denied the full errancy of scripture they didn't last long they fell apart that's right it's the church that stays true to the scriptures that continues on throughout history Mm. and so i believe that's part of what will happen uh the other part is yes uh, you can come in and worship and and um sit under the teaching of the word of god but the key there is sit under the teaching of the word of god not dictate to others what should be happening in the church you, you should come you should come in with a humble attitude and sit to learn and to grow and to make those changes that need to be made as the holy spirit brings conviction into your life but if you fight against that conviction and you get angry at the holy spirit for convicting you then you're going to have problems mm, mm. and that's where we are now we don't you and i brother we don't go out to um, gay pride parades and stuff and harass people we've never done no. that and we won't we will right. never do that uh, that's not what we're trying to do we will give the gospel uh, but but we're not gonna we're not gonna have a, some political harassment um, battle with the gay agenda. Okay, Absolutely. Um, that's not that's not what this podcast is about. That's not what you and I are about. So, absolutely not. No, good stuff, bro. Hey, <laughs> we got a little bit of time before we close. I gotta grind your gears. It's been a while, so I'm gonna fit it in in the last five minutes we got. You ready for this one? Okay. Church in New York, upstate New York, huh? to celebrate or, you know, uh, 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 in honor of the LGBT plus community, mm -hmm. are having a worship is a drag night, which will feature drag queens as worship leaders. What's up, bro? Come on. Can we have some of that at, at our local churches? I mean, we are to love them, right? Well, not unless you want to personally insult God and mock him. Oh, ouch. That stings a little. <laughs> yeah. Bro, well, that's, that's a, how far that's we've different. come. And this is a Pentecostal church. When I read it first, I was like, wait, what? Pentecostals? Really? Pentecostals are known to be like the fiery type that we were just mentioning, you know, standing on the lines and like, you know, you go to hell. <laughs> Even worse at times. Yeah. 
they're, they're, they're usually very zealous. Very zealous. So mm-hmm. I'm extremely surprised. There might be these loosey goosey goosey uh, type of Pentecostals, probably. I mean, they're accepting well, there's, of. There, there's been a concerted effort by um, globalists mm-hmm. uh, to use uh, the sodomite agenda. Yeah. To uh, to infiltrate churches. Oh, yeah. Because one of the things they want to do is weaken the churches. That's that's part of their agenda, and, and that's a tool that they can use to do that. Oh yeah. And so that's been happening, and you know, we're finding out who the real Christians are and who, who the fake ones are. Yes. And yes. and uh, then the weaker Christians, you know, new Christians may not have that much growth in the Lord yet, and they could be pulled away for mm-hmm. a period of time, you know. But uh, the, the but. The the point is, is a, a church that does that is a dead church. The Holy Spirit's already left. Mm, 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 mm. That is huge, bro. Huge. Anyways, I wanted to grind your gears. I knew it probably made you cringe on the inside. <laughs> yeah, that stuff always makes. If it doesn't make you cringe, you might want to check your pulse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, because we know that these attacks are occurring in the churches. It's everywhere. Know. It's everywhere. Yeah. You will see it, especially oh. in the month of June, uh, and a lot more ch- churches giving into it. You know, into plus that. the pressure. It's the it's the peer pressure. The Absolutely. same thing we did. It's what we did. That was with in high school, right? Absolutely. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Peer pressure That's can right. be very very tough to yeah. deal with. You yeah. know, and I think some of these pastors are coming under some heavy pressure. And they just give in. They don't. They don't have the courage that they need to be a pastor. Yep, absolutely. You know? So, folks, stay strong uh, in on the Word of God. Stand strong on the Word of God. Stand strong on the truth of the Word of God. And uh, this month, as uh, you know, we're celebrating traditional family month, and you know, uh, the LGBT plus community is not. They're celebrating their belief. Hey, go love them. Go te- preach the gospel to them in a loving way and uh, stand on the truth of the word of God. Don't be swayed by, uh, uh, you know, their uh, influence or their uh, push, you know, on, on, on what they believe. Teach, preach the word of God. Other than that, brother, do you have any final quick thought before we close? If not, take it away. It's all yours. That's the word. It's traditional family month. Let all your friends and family know. It's traditional family month in June, and let's make it a thing. Let's let's make it real. Let's 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 take this society back for God, and take it away from evil. Thanks for watching, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, or li- listening, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I, I did I did a lot of videos lately. So anyway. Remember, keep your mind sharp and heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. Catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives, that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, 
men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. I want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to everyone in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. That we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you.